Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 170 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. Joining me this evening is the esteemed Chance of the Game Show Chance at Blogspot.com. Chance, how are you doing this evening? I am pretty esteemed, that is true. Esteemed. Esteemed. Yeah. Also here is Alex of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex is happily employed still. Happily employed still after after not wrecking but damaging a couple thousand dollars worth of product, but I refuse to feel bad about it no because all my be. boss had to tell me was store it horizontally and you'd be fine. And everything would have been fine. I yep. feel like this is a failure of leadership. And Absolutely. What, what kind of product was destroyed? Uh, uh glasses frames. Glasses frames are 100 bucks a pop. Yeah. Couple hundred bucks a pop. Okay, and and if you put them on the shelf wrong, they break. Uh, they're in these like little dis- like felt display cases. Okay, and if you store them vertically, the weight is on their temples. Okay, and the temples rub together, and they get little little spun- uh, smudges. Oh, like wow! I can't. I the tr- I can see them just because I've been looking at glasses for six months, but it, it'd be shady to sell them like that. And he's like, I'll sell them at cost. Damn. But he, I, 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 the old me would have felt really, really, really bad about this. But the new me's like, I'm not sweating what my managers don't do for me. Oh, man. Like, I, I don't want to talk about work on the air or anything. Yeah. But I, I had a situation this week where another, someone else in my position emails me about their boss went on a trip and they're trying to, uh, the boss wants them to claim uh, expenses for breakfast. The thing is, my boss went on the exact same trip, and I know this because I did the expense report for my boss, <laughs> and they went oh, to the same no. hotel where breakfast was provided free of charge. Oh, <laughs> no. And so Shitty. she and so she she did what her boss told her to do, and she put in a, her boss told her that, you know, uh, he paid for his breakfast, he paid for his breakfast, so she put in an expense report claiming the cost of the breakfast. Uh, which we have like a we have like an assigned value for you can claim this much for breakfast every day. Yeah, and so they got back to her and said, uh, uh, "Our understanding is this hotel was giving out free breakfast." So uh, I'm sure you, you can, didn't know that. Can you please confirm this? And she goes, she goes, yes. He he said that there was a problem with the hotel, so he just paid out of pocket every morning. And they said, "Okay, can we see the receipts?" And she's like, "What do I do?" I go, well, you go ask them for the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> this is you not tell, your yeah, hole. Yeah. You tell someone above his head, he's no, not don't. showing me you the don't. receipts. You don't. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't. That's, that's precisely that's, what uh, I told her is you keep, your, you keep your head down and you do what you're told. Yep. Yep. I, I told you about the time I was working at a burger joint and they have a sister restaurant that wasn't doing as well as us. And like we had a really good weekend. But our tips stay the same as the week before, and I was like, "What the fuck? We should have gotten an extra hundred bucks. What the oh. hell is going on?" And I was like, "I talked to one of the guys at the cash register. I'm like, hey, did the tips make sense to you this week?'" He's like, "No." And honestly, they didn't make sense last week either. I'm like, "You should talk to the owner and see what's going on there." And in a week, he was manager of the other restaurant. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So no. sometimes there's justice. Is this no, some, is, no. Is that he justice? was covering his ass. Yeah, because oh. it sounds like they just moved the guy because the manager was stealing tips. Yep, oh, manager was no. The manager okay. wasn't stealing tips. He was giving our tips to the tips to the. Yeah, he was stealing from us. Yeah, yeah, he was stealing from you. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I really, really, really want to say his name in the air, but I should. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're it's, already it's, close it's enough. Beneath, it's beneath me. You go. You're not there anymore. I wouldn't do you. Any no, good I'm anymore. not bitter. It's just it is one of the shittiest things a boss has ever done to me. But 
<sighs> it's the eh. so I finished. There's never, never going to be a waiter union, so no, I've, no. I finished Days Gone this week. Nice, Damn. yeah. That took and, a while. Oh, uh, it was it was yeah, like two weeks. And uh, and getting back into Overwatch, it was like holy shit, it's been so long since I did anything in Overwatch. Two games, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, it's, it's been since basically Sekiro since I put any real time in Overwatch. And yeah, no, I'm I'm still still now that it's done, I feel very positive about Days Gone. And the only kind of downside overall that I would say that actually kind of harmed my experience of it was the high point. One of the high points of the game really is the story. But the consistency of the writing is mm. just not, it's just not consistent. Uh. Like, there are some wonderful fucking lines in this game. There are some wonderful scenes in this game. I want to go back to that, that scene I was talking about a couple of weeks ago where I was like, holy shit, they really made Deacon sexy. <laughs> and that, 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 this was an amazing scene where this, this woman, Ricky, is, um, there's some chemistry between her and Deacon and she gets him to take off his shirt. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're sexualizing a male lead. That's so cool. Man candy. That's right. And, and she, uh, you know, she gets really close and, and Deacon is clearly kind of hesitating. Like we know that Deacon feels something there too, but he's hesitating and he's got something on his mind. We, and we as the player know that he just rode up North to visit the grave of his dead wife. (laughs) And, (laughs) But, but, you know, Ricky, Ricky's putting the moves on him and, and wants to let him know that it's okay. And, and she, he knows that she's, in, that she's in a relationship with someone else, but she, you know, she tries to soothe that over with him by saying, Deacon, like, it's okay. I'm not married. See, it's hilarious. And, when you were telling the story two weeks ago, I thought the whole time Ricky was, was a guy. No, no, Ricky's a girl. I thought they were implying that Deacon was gay. No, 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 no. R- <laughs> R- Ricky's a girl. Which made the man candy even better, but, honestly. But, but Ricky's, I'll take this. But Ricky's so. bi. Ricky's in a relationship with the female doctor of the camp. Okay, so there's there's some interesting stuff happening. Yeah. Okay, and Carry and on. Ricky Ricky thinks that Deacon is hesitating because we know because Deacon doesn't want to get between Ricky and Addie, and Ricky clarifies like Deacon, I'm not married, and Deacon says nothing, and Ricky doesn't say anything either. But we, the audience, know that in his heart, yeah, Deacon's still married. No, <laughs> <laughs> and and no, no, he 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 couldn't. He couldn't betray the memory of his wife like that. And like, it was a fantastic fucking scene. He's a motorcycle monk. That's right. And there are, there are fantastic scenes of that high quality throughout this game. And when it finally got to the end of the game, um, it just, it, it wasn't that elegant. It wasn't that intelligent. It was just kind of like, we, we need to have something kind of rousing here. So we're going to put in a speech, although the speech didn't actually move me at all. And I hate that. Yeah, and I've been through th- here through this entire game. Bi- Bioware's really guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. The, the shitty rousing speech that doesn't really connect. Yeah, and and so I'm, but at the same time, one of the things that just yanked me through this game, kept me coming back again and again every night, was the story. Fantastic story. Um, the further I got into it, the deeper I got into the skill trees, the way better the gameplay got. I fought like a four hundred freaker horde. Before I finish this game, uh, the sawmill horde that you saw in the very, very first trailer from the first E3, they showed it up back in 2016. And when you saw that horde in 2016, it was like, hmm, interesting tech demo. Uh, yeah. Fight, fighting that horde. Like, cause the guy in the demo didn't even fight the fucking horde. He, he, he just ran away. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he just ran away and shot a gun at it a couple times. He didn't kill that thing. 
I killed those things. <laughs> and it was abs, it was a puzzle and a chase and a shooting gallery. And like, it was just one of the most intense single player gaming experiences I've ever fucking had. Oh, it sounds good. Oh, there's so much good stuff to say about Days Gone. I'm really glad that it's selling well. Like, it, it seems to be selling quite, quite well. And, uh, fuck, it deserves it. It is, it is a great one. And it didn't, it's not, it is a triple A with problems. It's, you can't even call it a charming double A. It is way better than than a charming double A. Like, um, well, I, I want to say, uh, I want to say, Darksiders, Darksiders, the first Darksiders, mm. or you know what, Darksiders actually had decent budgets. Yeah, Darks, the first two Darksiders were kind of like low end double A's for their time, or yeah. low end triple A's for their time. Um, but I, I kind of want to compare it. I kind of want to compare it in terms of quality. Like, it's better than Dead Island was. When mm, Dead Island good. first came out. Because Dead Island had tonal problems. Yeah, it doesn't have any yeah. of those. It doesn't have any of those. It is, it is really conscious of how dark and, and sad so much of its story is. And I still have a couple plot threads kind of hanging that I really want to know what the fuck goes on with those. Um, and like the, like the, Lisa, Lisa, the little girl Deacon rescued who ran away, um, and got caught by the Rippers. And uh, I still don't know what the fuck happened to her because she ran away again. And but her story's not over. Her story's not over. It's still like there's still, there's still percentage left to go on her story. I know it has a resolution. Maybe if I just find her body, I don't care. I need to know what happened to Lisa. Yeah, there'll be there'll be DLC for that. Uh, no, no, I think I, I think I just didn't. I think I just didn't, didn't find, find something. It. You would have found an angry forum if it hadn't. True. Uh, probably. True. No, no, it's yeah, no, it's it's really, really good all around. Like it definitely needed patches. It probably still needs some. Um, it ha- it does a thing where, um, oh yeah, you remember how we were talking about? It's really, really cool where you kill, you know, ten zombies in an area, and instead of going to each zombie and picking up a trophy, uh, you just walk. There'll be one trophy, and it has ten trophies. Ten ears. Yeah, ten yeah ears. you got like an ear vacuum. Well, yep. an, another. I just <laughs> want to point out another little nice thing this game does is when you um, when you're going like into a into a place where you're looting a place, and you're like, oh, here's a bunch of supplies on this counter. You go up to it, you press the button, and he picks up everything in the radius that will fit in his inventory. You don't have to do it for everyone like you did in like. Um, uh, the Red last Dead of any Bethesda game in any in any fucking game basically yeah yeah, yeah. no like it, it makes a lot of really really good choices in the player's favor and I yeah the the more I played it the more I loved it I heartily recommend Days Gone that's a mm-hmm. great feeling excellent and you find a gem and it's just like no no you know what is it as good as I think it is yes yes it is yeah fuck this game's good. yeah and the more I played it the better it got it was amazing and it was the last time I felt that was Dead Island that was the first time that my newspaper let me publish a story about video games it was like no 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 People need to know about this. <laughs> no, you hit didn't. zombies with flaming baseball bats they and did. shurikens. People <laughs> need to hear about this shit because uh, no one's playing it. You were doing God's work, man. You I really was. Because Dead Island was one that, that not there. enough people were playing. You haven't lived until history majors have called you a nerd. Until who? Shit. Yeah. Just history like, majors. Just dissonance in that statement. Uh-huh. Nerd. So I actually went back and finished the single-player part of Anthem. Okay. Like, played it out to the end. And I'm glad I did, because, um, not the player character. The player character is basically a blank. But the, the other, the other Lancers and the other psychic you're working with are actually characters. You kind of want to see what happens to them. And it comes to a reasonable climax, fighting this giant beastie in a decent fight, and then it ends. Uh, I wanted to get it through the end of the single player content because I wanted to understand what people were really complaining about because the complaints have been about more about the end game or the lack thereof how the content just kind of ends 
And that's exactly what happens. You finish a single-player content, you do the last mission, after you beat the last bad guy, there's like three different um, plot threads that, have, that you have one more mission each that you go and do, and those are kind of annoying because the game's idea of difficulty is just more enemies. <laughs> Not like more interesting enemies or different attacks, it's just like, here's, here's like ten more waves of the same guys to make yeah, it harder. Yeah, but, you know, Risk of Rain's over here like, hey, that's really fun. Well... Like okay, if, it, well, if, it doesn't, if they don't do it well, then yes, it sucks. It, it's not any. It doesn't. It's not any. But it's not interesting. It's just more and longer. It doesn't make it any more difficult. It just makes it the grind longer okay, to get through yeah. these pieces of combat. But what happens is you finish all that, and then you get to like this. You, you talk to like a bard. He's literally a bard. He's telling the story, and you get another list of tasks. And it's tasks, and it's like go do a hundred of this, or a hundred of this, or ten of these random encounters, and it's it's all that's left are the kind of randomish missions that pop up in the open world. And none of those were much fun. Because what was fun in the game was actually the characters, because the characters were Bioware characters. And then flying around's okay, too. So, as a person who does not play these games past the single-player content, I played this the same way I played Destiny 2. And I was reasonably pleased with Destiny 2. I never had to deal any, I never dealt with any of the raids or any of the multiplayer stuff. I just played the single-player content, and it was fine. And as that kind of game, Anthem's fine. But that's not what Anthem said it was. Yeah. Anthem said it was something much, much larger. And being something larger, being something that you can come back to, it completely fails. I saw, I think today, that it has fallen out of the top 50 of concurrently played Xbox games. Good. I didn't it's, know it it's was dying. ever in there. It, just, just for being new, it made it for a while. But it's, it's dead. The game is dead. And and I will not be surprised if, much like Destiny 2, they're canned, or not like Destiny 2, much like um, Mass Effect Andromeda, that there's DLC that just never comes out. Because interest is already gone. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame people for being fed up or angry with this game. Because if you, you went you into can, it, yeah. if you went into it playing or looking for what they said it was going to be, you're disappointed. You, you can feel your feet crunching over the broken souls of its developers. Well, yeah, that too. Because... They were forced to make a game they didn't want to make. There's no love in this game. Like, unless they put it in their contracts, if we do this, you give us whatever the fuck we want for uh, uh, Dragon, Age? Dragon Age 4, no matter what happens. If they didn't make that agreement, they're gone. I think Bioware's done. This needed to do really well. I don't know. I think if Bioware was going to be done, they'd probably be done by now. I, see, but like every, I, I felt that way about a bunch of other studios, and then poof, one day they were gone. And it's all EA killing yeah. them off too. And it's the same, the 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 killers inside the house, the killers in the in the in the yeah. <laughs> in the boardroom. <laughs> the phone calls coming from the attic. Would you yeah. run, please? Yeah. Well, okay. Like, are they still patching it? That's the question. I, mean, they I say think they they're are. still patching it, but I, I don't know enough to know. Like, it's like I, I went on the Penny Arcade forums, and and I didn't go to the Anthem thread. I went to the Xbox, the live thread, and I just posted, hey, you know, Anthem's not awful if you kind of play it as a simple game. And I got shouted down immediately. Like, no, no, this and this and this. Uh, like, like, the next comment was, do the autoguns still use too much ammo? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't used that. I'm just kind of playing yeah, if, it as if, if it was the, a single-player game. The so. endgame grind nerds are pissed at it. Something's up. Oh, yeah, the endgame grind nerds are not happy with it at all. They don't like it. Like, if, I, heard, I remember my favorite part was when the game got too fun, so we had to patch that out because <laughs> the loot drops were too high. It means that it's all about keeping people playing. Yeah. Even if they yeah. hate what they're playing. And that only works if you're Blizzard. Come at me. 
Well, Overwatch or Diablo. I, th- I, yeah. I think that applies to. I think that applies to World of Warcraft. I'm not sure it really applies. To yes, Diablo as a, or, that's, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. they. So many people wanted to play the original um, World of Warcraft, and they're finally doing that now. But they had to shut it down, and people were just like, "What? What are you losing?" Uh, you, I thought you explained this is that if they don't shut it down, they lose the ability to contest it if someone does like a real thing with their copyright. Well, past me was very astute. Yeah, <laughs> and, fu- and future me needs to uh, pay more attention. Yeah. Well, what's hilarious with that with that World of Warcraft like Origins original or, or classic I, I, that they're putting out there? People reporting bugs and Blizzard's listening. That no, no, yeah. no, that's a feature <laughs> because that's <laughs> that the way it the worked ran. back then. <laughs> so that's they're like, yeah, you wanted this. Take all of it. Take every little bit of it. Here it I is. I mean, they didn't have to do that. No, well, but I don't blame them because they're like, you wanted this? Here's all of this. I would take that over people complaining that it's not exactly what it used to be. No, it's exactly what it used to be. No, good. <laughs> Warts and all. I'm, I'm curious what the what the legs are on that. How long people uh, will play that? Well, like, when the novelty wears off, okay, well, no, no, they, they, it there there is a community for it because that community was shut down by Blizzard. That is true, and so there there are definitely people that want it, and uh, those people may come to this. But the thing is, again, you, as you pointed out, this is on Blizzard's terms. So if there's mm-hmm. real problematic bullshit in there, like bug bullshit that they need fixed. The players can't do it. They need Blizzard to do it. And Blizzard's response is, that's a feature. So, so yeah, it, it could kind of go Druid's both ways. The Druid's coming. Don't worry. But, <laughs> but Five years later. But there is definitely, uh, there's definitely a market. Um, I also picked up the Castlevania Anniversary Collection and learned that the old Game Boy games are unplayable. Oh. Holy shit, they are terrible. Even, does it have the, the, game, the game Boy Advance one? No, no. Okay. It's got it's got Castlevania's one, two, and three from the NES. One and three are good. Two is terrible. It's got Super Castlevania four, which is, in my opinion, a masterpiece. Okay. Um, it's got the two original Game Boy games, which blown up on a decent size HDTV, Ooh. look like crusty ass. <laughs> They're awful. Yep. Mud. Oh. Um, and then it's got the Genesis game, which I've honestly never played, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to that one, and some other game called Kid Dracula, which I've never heard of. Um, honestly, it's worth, it, for me, it was worth 20 bucks to have Super Castlevania 4 and probably the Genesis game. And then Super, Castlevania 3 from the NES is something I haven't looked at or thought about in, in probably 30 uh, years. Kid Dracula is apparently supposed to be pretty good. I'll give it, it a shot. I mean, it was, it was never released in the rest in the West. Yeah. Is Simply the Night selling so well on its own that they don't have to bundle it? Or <laughs> is there probably. Like a rights issue? There, I, it's, it's. They don't need to because right now it's, it's. You can get it as backwards compatible on the old Xbox 360, huh. which is not a great port. It's got some music well, issues. How's, how's this music issues? Oh it's shit! It's got music issues for yeah for Symphony of the Night. That's bad. That's a huge fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, there are I have noticed some sound issues at least with Super Castlevania Four, mm. um, like a little popping here and there. Yeah. You know what didn't have any of those issues? My PlayStation emulator. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, but I mean, for for twenty bucks, it was a decent investment. I'm fine with it. It's it's something I can go back and play a little bit here and there. It's got save states. That is nice. So I could play a level and be like, yeah, so it's, it's literally done. an emulator. Okay, no, cool. it is. It's literally an emulator. You, you you pull in the left trigger, you can only have one save state per title. See, that's how you get all the best loot. You save <laughs> right before you kill that discus dude, and you get the chakras. Yeah. Did you ever right. use the chakras, Jim? No. They are magnificent. They're okay. basically cheating. <laughs> look it up and just see how much. Like it. Yeah, it's just like two blades that like fly through enemies and fly back to you like boomerangs. Nice. 
and uh, it's it's cheating. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret weapon from one of the hardest enemies in the game. Nice. Okay. And Nate, I like that. Uh, it awards me for that. If I kill him, eighty times. Enough times. To <laughs> yeah. Eventually, RNG Jesus will give you the items that you really need. Praise be. So I also started and finished the Leon side of Resident Evil Two Remake. And how long did that take? About seven hours. Oh, three evenings. Three I, evenings. I was almost. So I was almost done with that sucker. Well, I mean, after. After the police state station, you've got a, a pretty decent-sized underground sewer area, and then you've got the you've got nest, the actual umbrella area. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, you guys, yeah. Chance, you specifically had an issue with Mister X, which is the, the the super tyrant kind of chasing you down. Yeah. And how, how long just, does he stay in there? How how much of it? Well, see, we 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 kind of been emailing back and forth, and and Chance, you had said that you were trying to go back and take care of some things. Yeah. Bef- I had done all of that already. So by the time no, he showed up... No, because I didn't get the key to open the fucking thing until he showed up. I found it. I, was, I mean, I, I, I had enough of it. Or, 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 or I got in there fast enough that he, he never bothered me. There were like... No, there were, there were buttons that were missing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe I got that last button in there and I just went in to grab the last something. But he never bothered me. I mean... Okay, the, in, in the, fairness, I was playing uh, the girls' campaign. You were, who was it? That's right. true. I was playing Leon. Claire? You are playing Claire. So Claire, maybe it's yeah, different. I was playing Claire. Claire. Yeah. So maybe it's different, but it, it's, I, I think, I, I am not a Resident Evil fanatic or even aficionado. I just kind of play them because I play them. They're, I they're think out the there. winter of six killed a lot of those off. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I do think, and this might be rose-colored glasses here, but I do think the remake of one is better than this. Is it a better game than two? Uh, the remake, I think, is. Okay. The original Resident Evil 1 compared to Resident Evil 2 of the original PlayStation games? Absolutely not. Okay. RE2 was a better game. Mm-hmm. But I think the remake of 1 did more to... actually. It's weird. It's like it did more to change things up than the remake of 2 did. Okay. Cause, so, especially because the remake of 1 had the red zombies. Right. And here's my thing. like The remake of Fresh and Clank cut out like a third of the game. Was all the game in there? Um, I don't... No, no, absolutely not. No. No. So that's that's not all of Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil. Um, yeah, no, I think Resident Evil. No, Resident Evil One. There was more. Okay, so this, is this the same length as Leon's campaign from Two? Yes, like the the yes. campaigns in Two were were relatively Shorter. short because there were yeah. two of them. Yeah, they want you to play both. Yeah, yeah. and then play yeah. them again. Oh, there were two in the in Two as well. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The, the original Two was a two disc game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it managed, and I I don't I don't think this is the original one. I don't remember because it's been so long. But in the Leon campaign, after you get out of the police station and you're going through the streets, you end up going through like an ammo store. And there's a, there's a survivor in there who kind of holds you up and says, go away. And Leon's with Ada at this point in time. And Ada pulls a gun on him. And Leda, Leon's like, Ada, don't shoot him. Just leave him alone. And the guy behind the guy, you, you see what looks like a little child zombie. She's starting to turn. And the guy turns around and says her name. I don't remember what her name was. And she like snaps out of it just enough that she has her own voice again. Dad, where's mom? Mom's sleeping, honey. So dad lies to her, obviously. And the the kid looks at Leon, who's a cop, and says, how did this happen? Why don't you know? Why couldn't you help? Picks up the kid who starts to growl because she's turning. Goes into a room, closes the door. It's about five seconds. Hold on, Leon picks up the kid or dad? No, no, no. Dad picks up the kid. Dad picks up the kid. Yeah. Closes the door. There's a few seconds of silence. Bang. (laughs) 
And, and, and I was not actually like expecting an honest to goodness emotional moment in a Resident Evil game. Yeah, those because, happen. because honestly, the writing is awful. Leon sounds like a caricature. Mm-hmm. And so does Ada. I mean, these, these people are speaking lines that no human would actually say. And then in the middle of that, there's this two minute, like, heartbreaking oh, moment. Lines of no human would actually kid. say translated into English from Japanese. Yeah, yeah. By, by, by voice actors who are probably not native English speakers. I mean, oh, no, those are mocap suit dudes. Like, the, yeah. the, um, the lady is trying. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's. Leon's not. <laughs> no. But somehow that's thematically correct because, I mean, when of the voice acting, I mean, seven, what? some the of the voice acting was pretty good. The got gum line from four was pretty good. That's yeah, true. That's true. But, I mean, I'm probably going to go back and at least play through some of Claire's stuff just to kind of see what's different. And it's short enough that I can knock it out in about three days and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, it, it and looks... you know, while you're enjoying it, it is really enjoyable in that classic survival horror, let's run around yes. and shoot oh, some zombies. I was, I was a pig in shit until Mr. X showed up for the second time. Absolutely. I was like, yeah. oh, he's just, just going to be here for the rest of the game, huh? No, he's not. Once you get out of the police station, he's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he shows up again briefly in the nest area, but by then you're running anyway. You're not fighting him. I mean, he, you do fight him. Spoilers: he's the last guy. He's the well, super tyrant. I, I so yeah, and you you fight him, and of course a rocket launcher shows up and you blow him to pieces. So no spoilers there. It's how these games end. Is that um, like a joke at this point? Kinda. It because that's exactly how four ends too. Well, yeah, and and that's kind of how seven ends, except seven is a gun, but the gun is like called something else, like the Wesker or something like that. It's like an inside joke, so it's yeah. yeah they did always Wesker end. die from a rocket in five. I don't remember. No, like the plane crash. Wesker can't die. No, yeah. Wesker's not. Yeah, yeah. He he wears plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> he plot glasses. Yes, the plot glasses. <laughs> So, so that's what I've played. Alex, what have you played? I have played a couple of things. I played Titanfall 2. It Ooh. is a good shooter. Yes. And period. That's, that's all I got. Did you finish the oh. campaign? I'm about two-thirds of the way through it. It's pretty short, but it's really it good. The, so the story's and working? The story's pretty good. You're, um, it's really earnest, but like it, it's still kind of cute. There's some good jokes. Hmm. I laughed once or twice. Hmm. Yeah, I like my robot. I, like, I love the mech combat. Mm-hmm. Mech, there's not enough of it. As far as I'm concerned, no, they take you out a little too often. Yeah, I just like the mech duels are just really fun. But uh, my um, buddy from college is just huge into D and D. Emailed me for the first time in years about Pillars Two, and he's just saying like, "This is the best D and D thing that's ever existed that I've ever played. If anything can get you into D and D, it's Dead Fire Two. And I'm like, I played the first one. It, it kind of just vomited its all its lore at me at once. It wasn't the obsidian I knew, and I didn't really like it. And he's like, I agree. That's how I felt about the first one too. But seriously, dude, Pillars Two is really, really good. I th- I know you love pirates. And I know you love East India Company shit. This is all about that. I'm like, really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can work for you can work for Satan if you want to. I'm like, oh boy, mm-hmm. that's fun obsidian. And he's right. It is really fucking fun. It, it, there's a turn-based mode in it now that turns it into XCOM. And so what was it I, before? It was real, real-time combat. Pseudo-real-time, oh. like Baldur's Gate 2. It would pause constantly. And my biggest complaint about the first game was, like, why isn't this turn-based? It's already practically turn-based. I just pause it all the time. Why can't this just be turns? And they're like, yeah, you're right. And here's some extra um, mobility. It's a whole different version of the game because you have there's now like mobility perks. Man, fuck you, Alex. It's on Switch. 
Yeah, it's coming. The it's coming. fact no, that it's, it's actually right straight. Here. It's on Switch. It's already on Switch. Well, that's just well here's what, the that's other thing. Here's the other about. thing. It is the worst-selling Obsidian game ever, and really? that is a fucking tragedy. Nine out of ten. Because God, Obsidian Pirates, man. Uh, See, the fact that it's straight turn-based is actually more interesting for me than the last one was. Yeah, it's a problem when a lot of enemies showed up, and that's pretty much every time you board a ship. You don't have to board the ships, but when you do, there's going to be like ten enemies on that ship, and you're going to have to wait for oh. a good bit while they figure out what to do. It's been announced but, for Switch. It's not out yet. Yeah, and it's coming to PS4. I really, really hope it gets a second chance, because, damn, this is one of the best pure role-playing games I've ever done, and I'll See? explain why. Okay, I decided to do something i never done, and I w- I'm going to be the stoic monk. Like, and I, I was like... Okay, I'm going to be a stoic monk that's hunting down a god that is also religious, but ultimately has humanity's best interests at heart. How interesting is this role-playing experience going to get for me? The answer is gray as fuck, Hmm. and I love it. I'm doing my best, but I have to work with some shitty people to save hundreds of lives, and good goddamn, I've put 20 hours into it in less than two days. Wow. Wow. It is making afternoons disappear in a heartbeat. I thought, okay, I'm going to go clear out this uh, nest of slavers. I'm a monk. I got no shit about killing slavers and freeing people. And I, I f- it was really hard because it, it's all about where you infiltrate the fort. Do you go in through the cells and kill everyone there? That's a good idea. But like that's, there's like five trolls down there, and they're going to take a lot of damage, and you got to sneak up on them first. Okay, took out, took them out. Do I go up through the courtyard? Oh, no. Everyone's going to swarm me. What do I do? I go up through a secret hatch, through the dungeon, to, like, the main baddie spot, and just work my way out from there. How long do you think that took me? Four hours. Four and a half hours, and it was nice. a blast. Hmm. Okay, okay. I did not mind that time lost at all. <sighs> and that's not even talking about the... The dialogue's pretty good. It's... You were sending us screenshots of it today. I was, it's I, true. I, those, are the, true. Those, are the, those, are the, those are the best ones. Sometimes it makes me laugh, and I take pictures of it. But, um... And those are, those are the best burns I've found so far. But how do I put this? Um, you can tell a lot of the actors are reading the lines for the first time. Because, oh. like, emphasis will suddenly change. Because mm. they got a lot to read. They got, they got, it's, it's, it's a audiobook. It is an audiobook, a pretty good audiobook with tactical combat in it. Are you in the mood for that? It's a choose-your-own-adventure tactical RPG. Because the fir- yeah. I I tried the first one, it was so wordy, and I didn't like the combat. I couldn't yeah, just, get into it. It vomits shit. But now that I I can turn now the combat's turn based, I get it. It's a lot lighter, like um Darkest Dungeon, in that making enemies stop doing things is just as important as killing them. Yeah. And once you figure that out, there's so much fun you can have with a mage that has nothing to do with damage. It reminds um, me. I will be right back. You, yes, sir. The way you talk about it, it reminds me of a very old PC game. I had to look up to make sure I, I got the name right. Mm-hmm. There is an old developer. We're talking like 2001-ish, 2005, called Troika, and they made some very, very good, but very, very imperfect games. Mm-hmm. Um, the first was Arcanum of Steamworks and Might Magic Obscura, and the second one in 2003 was called The Temple of Elemental Evil, which was based 100% on an old TSR. Uh, module, D and D module, second edition, and I played that game. I played the shit out of that mm-hmm. game because it was literally pen and paper, second edition D and D, and I loved it because it was turn based. And you could do things like I'm going to cast a delayed blast fireball. I want to put it hmm, there. Yep. 
And now and that if, it's turn-based, you can do yeah, that shit. Yeah, see, and, and I think that this kind of, of, uh, combat, the kind of more Dungeons and Dragons style combat, it feels better turn-based. It absolutely does. Yeah. I'm amazed this didn't take them longer. Yeah. So that, that actually, yeah. It's, They're shorter. Yeah. yeah it's, it, I, I checked it. There is no real date on the Xbox and PS4 release. Yeah. It, says, it says like December 30th of this year. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, I mean. It's, it, they expected 400,000 copies. Guess how much it sold? Oh God. 100,000? 110. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. This is, I'm thinking this is why the Microsoft partnership exists. Well, it's gonna get. I mean, I mean worst case scenario, moves. they go back to freaking um Kickstarter. Well, I don't know if they're gonna have to. I mean, if Microsoft's gonna funnel money into them, I mean, like, they if, they, be okay. if they didn't have the Microsoft deal, yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. I sent you a. Uh, I saw that. Let me look it up here. Yeah, this is the best thing about New Vegas. Ask anybody; they're gonna tell you the factions. It was fun rolling into town and just doing good shit and having them like you. And having that unlock other shit to do. Oh my gosh. This these is are, the faction? Okay. These are all the factions and all my party members and all those, these like purple dots underneath are a collection of all my dialogue choices. <laughs> oh man. So the first one on the right there is, uh, aggressive. I don't like to be aggressive too much, but so a lot of people don't give me a choice. Again, it's really great. I have to do, it, it is tough being huh. a pious man in a world full of pirates. And I love it. Right under that, that's peaceful. I'm trying to do my best. I've got like three quarters of that full. <laughs> but all my other ones are basically just, you know, lawful good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've tried to play that way and it, and this reflects that. And that a lot of games have not worked out that way. A lot of Bioware games haven't worked out that way. Yeah. See, it's very, very rare that I actually attempt to role play in a role playing game. And it's I can never think worked of, for me because I, I, I just give up. I mean, I, I can think of two very specific examples. One of them, was Knights of the Old Republic. I played that Luke Skywalker good, no dark side points. And KOTOR 2, Obsidian, I played super evil. I yeah. met, I got my guy as evil as he could possibly be. I think I got one light side point by being nice to my droid at one point, and I kind of felt guilty about that. Yeah. But Obsidian games, they kind of reward you for that kind of role playing. Yeah, they really, do. And it makes it more interesting because suddenly this character is yours. Yeah, and like I didn't think I'd be attached to this dude, but I totally am. This is the first time I've ever just like straight role played, and it's it it feels like I I I have the um option to be a snarky prick, but I shouldn't, and I've never hesitated from doing that. In is any, this yeah? Visually, is it? I mean, I'm looking. Is it sprite based or is it all? Is it's it all 3D. 3D. Models? There, it's it all 3D. 3D. It looks okay. way better than the first one. Everything's okay. pure 3D. Lighting effects affects everything. You can okay. zoom in and out. Finally, thank God. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah that also really pissed me off about the first one. Um, How many classes yeah. were there to choose from to start? Um, basically everything. Like what imagine classic D and D, and you got I, I, paladins, was... you got monks, you got sword fighters, you got no, no, musket you, fighters. Give me a number. Give me a number. I don't know. I think it's like I think it's eight. Eight. It's every. It's everything. I can't think of a class that's missing. There's barbarians, rogue, paladin, white mage, black mage. Yeah, and then there's and then Red they mage. have like class. Yeah, and then <laughs> no, they, no, that's Final like, Fantasy. Come right. On. Yeah. <laughs> then there's um synthesis that you can choose if you're nuts, and I'm not nuts. I don't understand this game quite well that well yet. Like fights are tough. Like I'm on easy mode, and I still have to really think on my feet. Hmm. But my favorite thing about it so far, and I've said that a bunch because there's just so many fucking things. This is this is the best. This is the best Obsidian game I've played since New Vegas. And let me explain. Ooh. Let me explain how. Instead of a New Game Plus, 
every time you get an achievement, you get a blessing. And you get like two blessings for small achievements, three blessings for huge quest chain endings. And you can spend those on just different modifiers for the end game. Now, let me bring that up. Bears. Lessons. Modifiers for the end game. Yeah. Like, start with 50,000 gold for a ton of blessings. Oh. Start with re- decent weapons. Start with uh, more uh, skills. Okay, so, no, so, so these take effect once you reach the end game or once you beat these the game? These take effect when you try to start a new game. Oh, I see. And let's see. You, can, you have a pet slot that no one else can have unless you spend... Uh, 15 blessings, which is a huge amount. And then your favorite character in the game who loves animals gets a pet. Yeah. And it's really nice. And the, 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 that one's called Can I Pet Him Anyway? <laughs> uh, let's see. You can start at level 4 if you want to. You can uh, you can reveal the entire map, and a lot of the islands are random generated. Ooh. Yeah. You can, it's just like, it's, this is neat. Damn it's a neat compromise Damn for the new game plus. Damn I know, it's really well done, dude. Fuck. And turn-based, I can see it was working quite well on the Switch, let's be honest. Yeah, and yeah. if it wasn't turn-based, I probably wouldn't go for it, frankly. I know, I, this is, that's the only reason I bought it. Because pillars burn me pretty hard. Fuck. Yeah, this is so much fun. The pirates are so funny. <laughs> and they're, 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 they're smart. And they lie to me without like sounding like a RPG character is trying to lie to me. Like I believe their words because it sounded convincing, and they were totally double crossing me. It's happened twice. <laughs> oh, are, are there sea shanties? There are really good sea shanties. Hmm. The best sea shanties, and maybe maybe the only sea shanties, but certainly as good as the she shanties in Black Flag. And except now there's women singing too, and they're all really good. Damn it! Damn it, man! Damn it! Reese was right. <laughs> Reese was absolutely right. It's also super, super, super D and D. It's D and D the game. Like when you, if you come across, there's like physical challenges where this, this um, stairs is crumbling. Do a fitness check to see if you can climb down. It's that all the time. It's great. It's great. But just you're gonna do a lot of reading. There's a lot of flavor text, and if you can get through that, if you can enjoy that, can so a lot that. of flavor text is really good. It's 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 a invigorating cup of tea you could sip on all day. Damn it. All right. Damn it. I don't need more to play on Switch, fuck. I am 30 <laughs> hours... Oh, was what I, was it? No, I'm like 20 hours in, and I'm just getting started. Actually, I just got to the biggest city. I realized the other day, I think it's been like a month since I actually picked up my Switch and really played something. Oof. It's been a long is time. It, if, if and when it comes, it's worth your money. All right, it'll go on the list in my head. And then I'll debate it when it comes out, and I'll probably just buy it and not play it, because I'm me. But Obsidian still gets At least your money. turn it on. I don't know if Obsidian gets my money. Maybe Microsoft gets my money now. Or no, it was published by THQ, so THQ gets my money. THQ? THQ gets your money. Yeah. I think this was just published by them. I think, like, Fig... It came from Fig, originally. Mm, hang on. Uh, 88 on Metacritic, by the way. Um, But, like, the 90 reviews are, like, holy... Like me. Like, holy fucking shit, this game. Oh no! Wait, hang on. Like, let me hang on. Let me let me go to the top one because the top one just like. Um, like I found two top critics that said it's the best story Bioware's or, or Bioware, um, the Obsidian's ever told. That's pushing it, but it's really good. Uh, is there a publisher on here? Let me just double check. The gods aren't really interesting. And okay. they <clears throat> from, talk to you all the time. From Game Watcher. Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire is as close to the perfect RPG as one can get. The fantastic setting, grand story, exceptional writing, and voice acting, engaging combat all coalesce into an exemplar of its kind. This is the game that sets the bar. This is the game that needs to be aspired to. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it sold okay. 110,000 copies. Because, <laughs> yep. oh, man, I love Obsidian and I hated the first Pillars and I did not buy this because of that. Hmm. That's too bad. It's it's too damn bad. I wish I could have helped their initial sales. But, um, yeah, there's a, the, the dude who plays uh, McCree is basically playing McCree as your, you know, your psych, your, you know, farmer turned soldier turned animal lover psychic. Mm. He's, he's he's a he's he's funny as hell. But he's he's just playing McCree. He knows he knows uh, what gets. He knows what side his bread is buttered on. Yeah, that pretty much. <laughs> and he's also kind of irritatingly religious, like mm. some farmers I know. Yeah. So that tracks. <laughs> we have a thing. In, I don't know. You guys probably have in the states too. You ever heard of the farmer's almanac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got it. Fuck, that's dumb. <laughs> yes, it is. yes, it is. <laughs> it's, like, yes. it's like a horoscope it's, it that farmers a, buy every year. It's a vestigial <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's cool. Like it's you know a needle cultural thing, but yeah. Oh no, it's great. It's it, but it's like a modern telegram. It's neat, but did you have to? No, no, no. 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 We did not have to. But but why, guys? But why? Because my dad did it. And actually, like, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this to you guys in the past, but in Canada, because my parents did it among farmers is a rationale for everything. Um, I'm sure it's not Canada. I'm sure it's any farmer who's living. No, in no, no. It, it, it differentiates among different Canadians. In, oh. in the ag producers and the farmers in uh, Eastern Canada, like Ontario, Quebec, places like that and further, further east, um, they view agriculture as a business. And if their farm is failing, they appreciate that's because they are fucking up their business and they're not running uh, it properly. Uh, okay. Anywhere west, a differently in America. among the prairie provinces, I should be able to make, and I do this with an American accent just to illustrate how dumb I feel these people are. <laughs> okay. I should be able to make a living as a farmer because my daddy made a living as a farmer. And if I don't, it's the government's fault for fucking me over. <laughs> Yeah, it's the government's fault there are no more telegram operators. Yeah, like that's that's really how it how it is. Like no, that's how it goes in America too. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fucking. You ever seen Letterkenny? Letterkenny, no. It's a Canadian show. You should look up. It's about rural Canadians, and it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Okay, it's called Letterkenny. Letterkenny. Never heard of it. It weird. It's kind of big on American imager for some reason. Which is weird. Hang on, let me write this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, it's it's a Canadian show that gets rural mid oh, Midwestern wow. America really well. I it's wrote like, I wrote letter and it filled to letter Kenny. Yeah. No, it's, it's a Canadian off. sitcom. Boy, last week he taught you a word. This week he's teaching about Canadian like, I'm about TV. Canadian TV. Man. Okay, so where what is it fucking on? It's on Netflix. Well, maybe on American Netflix. Yeah, American Netflix, yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't say distributor DH Bell Media, DHX Media. Oh, the original network is Crave. I don't know what network that is. A subscription video on demand service owned by Bell. Oh, okay, so it's like the new Twilight Zone. That's fucking crazy. I've never heard of this. So we have a new fucking Degrassi that's popular in the states somehow, and I've never fucking heard of it. That's hilarious. So speaking of that new Twilight Zone, the CBS like on access or mm -hmm. demand or whatever is trying really hard to get my money because they've got Twilight like Zone. Yeah, they've got Star Trek. And then there was a teaser today for the new Picard show. Yeah. That and all they great. had to show me was there's Jean-Luc making wine. And I'm like, God damn it, have my babies. So <laughs> it's I don't want to do it. I don't want to spend money on another streaming service. But. 
but I, I will watch Sir Patrick Stewart do just about anything. I'm old. You know what the gist of the show is? Yeah, he left. He got but, he got promoted to admiral and he left. But you know what they're gonna try to do with it? They're gonna try to bring Gene Roddenberry's soaring uh, idealism crashing down to earth. What? Oh no! Yeah. I don't but, want that. But, but Luke, John Luke prevails. Good in the end because he has to because he's fucking John Luke. Doesn't that sound good? Goddamn better. Okay, he better win. Yeah, because at, at the end of the next generation, Jean Luc Picard is basically a god. I mean, he has kind of reached some level of cutedom where he can be in past, present, and future at the same his, time. His mind has lived several lifetimes. I'm, yes, I've been told, mm-hmm. in the best episode. Uh, oh, in Inner Light. That's yeah. the episode yeah, for the yeah. Twilight Zone. Uh, okay, who, who is the guy from um, from Parks and Rec who loves calzones? Oh, Adam Scott. Okay, I watched the uh, there is yeah. there is something on the wing episode starring Adam Scott of the new one, and no, it it didn't grab me at all, at all. I like really? the, I heard about the ending and I liked it. I didn't get to the ending because it wait, wasn't wait. interesting enough to keep watching. I made it. Why probably, would they remake that? They did. It's that completely they, different. They, they, they it's completely it. different. They turn okay. it. Yeah, they, it, okay. it's it's completely okay. turned. Like he, yeah, he, yeah. You, he, want to, you want to know what it is? He gets on a plane. He sits down. He starts listening to. There's an MP3 player in his seat, and he starts listening to a podcast that is explaining the mystery of the flight. Blah 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 that went down, and he's on flight. Blah 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 right now. Oh, so the MP3 player is from the future or something? And it's no, nope. yeah. the MP3 player is, is it was planted by a terrorist. A shut, not a terrorist, but like it's the joke is. One weird asshole gets everyone killed, and oh. the last shot is him about to be killed by the the, cra- the people that crash in the plane. No, it's just like it, it was boring. It was totally like it, it. It didn't grab me. Like I was totally disappointed because yeah. I like that actor. Um, the, you know, a, a new Twilight Zone sounds super cool to me, and I couldn't get more than a half hour through it. It was just boring. Yep. Here, here's the problem with serial storytelling. It's only watchable when it's some of the best writing you've ever seen. That's right. I was uh, one, a guy at work told me there's an episode of uh, there's an, there's one ep- I've only seen like four episodes of Black Mirror in my life. Yeah, Black Mirror's one. hit to miss ratio is fucking great. I'm sorry, I've seen two. And I've only seen the ones that people specifically tell me I have to go watch. So I think it was called White Bear. I don't like White Bear. I, I don't know why people like it either. I, I completely understand why people like it. Because it uh, it's about social media justice. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that to people. We do that we to do. people on a daily basis. And the the point is that she, this woman did, in fact, do something terrible. Yeah. But, but does she deserve Does this? she deserve this is the question. Every day. And it's it was horrifying. It was wonderful, yeah. and it was immediately interesting. It was immediately mm. compelling. Oh, I, the, oh, the mystery and the turn of it was perfect. yes, yes. Like you needed to know what the fuck was going on here, and how it progresses. You it just it just kind of kept you in it. And Twilight Zone did not. Yeah. And so I finished that episode of Black Mirror, and I'm not gonna go back and watch another episode of Twilight Zone until someone sells me to. You've seen Be Right Back, right? No. That's one of the single best. Science fiction stories I've ever, I've ever seen. Okay, we're talking. This is, that, this is that's Black a Black Mirror? Mirror. That's a Black Mirror episode. Black that's the one with um, Agent Carter. Ooh, I like her. Well, th- th- this put them on the map. It's the I think it's the first season or at least the second season, and it is just the one of the most magnificent grief performances I've ever. Oh seen. Oh my God! It's General Hux. Yeah, this is what made him famous for sure. Mm-hmm. Be right back. It's a masterpiece. Are you, are you sure it wasn't Star Wars? No, he got Star Wars because of Be Right Back. Be Right Back aired in like 2007. 2013. 2013. Yeah, I'm on... 2013? Original air date 2013. What? Original air date 2013. 
Haley Atwell, Dom Hall Gleason. We're on the same Wikipedia page, probably. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I could have sworn that the first two seasons aired in like 2006, 2007, and then mm. it came to Netflix. Huh. Except my, my Wikipedia page is Canadian, so it's not as racist. <laughs> yeah. I can edit mine. Give me a second. I'll take the racist out. <laughs> yeah, the only two Black Mirror episodes I've seen are the, is the Pig Fucker episode and... That's then... not the best one. Was, I don't advise starting that. That was pretty compelling shit, and it did turn me but off I the loved series. It. But I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy fucking episode. Um, and then the, the one after that where, the, like, like 23 million points or whatever, where everybody lives in buildings on, and they're just peddling to make electricity. And yeah. Then, yeah. I, I didn't see that one. That one. that one. that one was like... It was okay. It was all right. San Junipero was really good. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, what else is really good? Uh, I should watch Bandersnatch and just do that one of these days. Because that's yeah, a choose-your-own-adventure one. That, I haven't that, done that. that be I've heard such mixed things about Bandersnatch. I know. No one... It's all over the map on yeah. that. Yeah, people either think it's brilliant or it's just like the most boring fucking thing. Yeah. And as like, and the thing is, we, you and I would be approaching it as a video game, and apparently yeah. video game people don't like it. Oh, like pe- people okay. who are interested in it as like an interesting bit of art, blah, 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 or, you know, like it. But whatever. that's what it was supposed to be. Anyway, <laughs> does uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Uh, yep. Headlines. Let's get to the weird uh, pop culture shit first. Grumpy Cat has passed away at age seven. Aww. He was. That's, that's, is that that's pretty young for a cat, right? Yeah, but the the she reason had, the reason she, she was yeah. so grumpy was because she was like this weird little dwarf cat that oh, yeah, everything was wrong yeah. with her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah little little bub looks like something's wrong with his face. Yeah, that's why he's so fucking cute. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pat. God, think about all the adorable <laughs> humans we could have if we just started selectively breeding ourselves. I mean, I. Cards on the table. That's where a, Halle Berry came from. Come on. What are you talking cards about? on the table. I wrote a short story in college about aliens that kidnap us and breed us specifically to be dwarves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Wasn't that a it, jackass episode? Maybe. I mean, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chance. Go ahead. Okay. That was just very funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert Pattinson is apparently our next Batman. The guy from Twilight, for the listener. I'm I am not appalled. There's a he's in a Cthulhu horror movie with um. Oh, that uh, But the guy who did The Witch with William Dafoe that is apparently the shit, Ooh. and I need to see. Is it, it already out? Uh, it's playing in uh, festivals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cold Skin. Have you guys heard of that? What's that? No. Okay. Watch a trailer for Cold Skin, and neither of you can tell me that you're not immediately thinking of uh, uh, of the Innsmouth horror. Um, okay, so in like 1800s um, Europe, this Englishman arrives on an island, and the captain of his ship does not want to let him go ashore alone. So he escorts him up shore, and there is a ruined little hut that the previous weather official was supposed Ooh. to be staying in, but the weather official is gone. So they go up to the lighthouse keeper and, and demand of the lighthouse keeper, tell us where the weather official went. And he says he just went out to the sea and never came back. And so the new weather official, the young man, sets up his little cottage. And that night, he immediately sees creatures crawling over the rocks towards his little hut. And they bang on the door. And a, and like an amphibious hand comes under the door, and he stabs it with a knife. And uh, they all run away. And the next night, they come back even harder. And it is a fucking fight to keep these things away from the house. He ends up burning the entire house down around him to survive. At which point, he goes back to the lighthouse bangs on the door until the lighthouse keeper lets him in and learns the horrible truth of this island and uh just watch a trailer for cold skin yeah that's that's really good fish man makeup yeah and it uh and 
it okay do you, what was it called what was the one i don't even remember the one sarah Pauly was in it it was about sarah yeah it was about like they're they're cloning a creature and the creature is like a young girl oh, oh shape of water no not even close what? to shape of water sarah Pauly. Okay. sarah Pauly. sarah Pauly. Yeah. species species no, you know but he was like uh, but you're, you're on the same you're on the right track he was like species it was a horror okay. movie. yeah it was it was like a horror movie but they kind of like they really sexualize the creature and this doesn't really sex, <laughs> this doesn't really, you know, not that too. Um, th- this doesn't really do that, but it goes to like every direction that you could possibly go with this setup. And, uh, and yeah, it, it was, it was just kind of a, it was a real kind of cons- tonally consistent movie. It's not up there with The Witch. It's not mm. quite there. If The Witch is AAA, this is double. Um, which was so good. Yeah, but this like, is. Like the, the image of that, that, that bird. Oh God! Seared into my brain. So many images from the witch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was. It wasn't bad. It was, I would give it. I give it seven out of ten. Hmm. Cold skin. Check it out. Okay. Uh, Robert Pattinson is Batman. Does not offend. Does no, not offend me. He's getting better and better. He's really good in Cosmopolis. That's that's my that's what I cite as Robert Pattinson is actually worth something. I've got just look up him drunk in the press junkets for Twilight. They're amazing. I have never seen um, uh, Kristen. Something. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I've never seen Kristen Stewart in something where I was like, wow, she's so talented. Wow, she's doing that pain expression again. And <laughs> the one face yep, yeah, she's got. She's yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The thing that she does. Actually, you know what I didn't mind her in was American Ultra. But even then, it's just because she's doing her thing and it works for this character. Are she and Jesse Eisenberg just like really good friends or something? I don't know, but it worked really well. Yeah, they, they really chemistry. Well. Yeah, they did. So I, I sent you that email about how they, they he should actually be... McGinnis, Terry mm-hmm. McGinnis, and do a yeah. Batman Beyond thing. I'm taking that back. He's already too old. Terry McGinnis needs to be like a teenager. That's true. God, Honestly, um, who's the guy who's playing Spider-Man now? Oh, Tom. Holland. Oh yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland would be a good Terry McGinnis, yeah, and then we yeah. have Michael Keaton. Tom Holland's too hopeful. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 uh, okay. Yeah, we, we need we need a bit of like brash arrogance in our young Batman. Oh, uh, just a just a just a of streetwise. Now, my my problem with Pattinson might just be that he's a bit too dreamy. Like he's, he, re- he really does have that, uh, not, not just a cover boy, but like a pop idol cover boy kind of thing. Do me a favor. Google that movie I was talking about earlier. I think it's called The Lighthouse and look at him there and tell me he can't do grit. All right. The Lighthouse? The, light- the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse of Alexandria. The Lighthouse movie. That's got to be it. Okay. Are the, all these pictures going to be in black and white? Oh. Yes. It's a black and white movie. Look at that beard. Yeah, I didn't know it was him at first. Hmm. Yeah, well, anyone can grow a beard. I don't know. No, I can't. Really? No, it would never work. Oh. Yeah. It, it kind of like, don't oh, you shut up. I've seen your yeah, beard. Yes, you have. But, but, but here's the thing. <laughs> is when, it, 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 yeah, it takes four months, though. When Michael Keaton care. when Michael Keaton was first cast as Batman, everyone was like, the guy from Mr. Mom? What the fuck are exactly. you talking about? Um, he was a fine Batman. And he was a fine Batman. And then we got nuts. <laughs> and um, and so, yeah, like, you know, you, you can take an actor that you wouldn't th- think of in the role and then put them in the role and be wonderfully surprised, really pleasantly surprised by it. Well, so who's actually been a bad Batman? Clooney was a bad Batman. Clooney was, Clooney was in a would. bad Batman movie. Yes, he Kilmer might, was he not mi- good either. I didn't mind Kilmer. Mm, he smiled. I, I liked him, um, I really liked Kilmer's, uh, uh Kilmer's, Kilmer's Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, Kilmer's yeah, Bruce Wayne was yeah. excellent. He really came across as like really intellectual. Um, but he was again in a terrible Batman movie. So, and I don't think George Clooney gets credit because he was just George Clooney 
in a bat suit. In yeah. a Batman suit. George yeah. Clooney in a cod piece. So. And really, the the only Batman who really just um, exemplifies the entire character is Christian Bale. No, God, no. No, he tried the hardest, but I don't think so. A- I, I want to say, I want to. Oh fuck! Come on, fuck, come fuck, on. Fuck, you know fuck, the name. Fuck. You know the name. I don't know it. I'll have to look it up. Oh God. Kevin Damn Conroy. It. Kevin Conroy. There we go. Thank you. It's Kevin Conroy. And and no one else is ever going to be Kevin Conroy, and that's okay. No. That's so, a, it is okay. Yeah, so I say give no Pattinson a chance. No one has ever captured just the stoic brilliance of Batman and the affable idiocy of uh, Bruce Wayne. That's right. And so you know, I say give this fucker a chance because he might surprise us again. Because he surprised mm-hmm. me in Cosmopolis. He was amazing. And I remember another surprise from an actor that was supposed to be shit, but then he hurt us really, really badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people uh, lost their minds over him, and guess what? They also lost their minds over uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, that's a, that was well, the other example I was going to give. The joke was better luck next time, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, and like James Blonde and shit like that. Like they were all mm-hmm. pissing on Daniel Craig, and he turns and out to be the best fucking Bond since since Connery. Shit. Absolutely, he's got one more left, right? Yes, he barely does. He did not want to do this. Yeah, he, no. he, and he broke his ankle. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. shooting around him right now. Like basically, they gave him a three-year break just because he's Daniel Craig, <laughs> and he really is the best fucking Bond since Connery. So yeah, and it, it was gonna go to um, uh, Tom no, uh, Loki, uh, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston. Thank God. But he, but guess do you know what what killed it for him? Um, Avengers. Nope. What? No. What? Dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> he was dating Taylor Swift, and so they wouldn't hire him. Yep. Okay. Well. They asked him, "You, we, you can, we will give this to you if you stop dating Taylor Swift." Oh, that's how the entertainment industry. And, works. and he was like, "There's no way Taylor no, Swift and I will last, last forever. forever." Oh my and god! And she dumped him. Yeah, no, of course she did. Anyway, <clears throat> in Overwatch news. Uh, the third annual anniversary event is now live on all platforms with cool new skins for Diva, May, and Winston, and decent skins for Farrah, Hogg, and Bridget, and dance most for Ash, Hammond, and Baptiste. The uh, the the gargoyle Winston is awesome. It is yes, pretty awesome. it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that guy's ready to defend New York. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought <laughs> yeah. of was the cartoon. No, that's series. that's what they're. That is exactly what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It, no, the yeah. the all the symbols all over them have nothing to do with that, but it definitely reminds it's, me of it. It's Goliath. Yeah. Uh, Mutant, Mutant Year Zero, which Eurogamer describes as a stealthy animal XCOM-like, will land on PC, Xbox One, PS4, and Switch this July with the Seed of Evil expansion. This may require investigation. Uh, I, it looks like it's trying too hard. Oh, no. Uh, a closed alpha demo for Neo 2 will be running on PS4 from May 24th to June 2nd. So if you don't have an invite uh-huh. already, you're not in. Pass. Yeah, I'm not interested. And you like those kind of games. Well... Okay, well, no, no. I, I, lo- I lump that in I with, like, with Dark Souls, I, Sekiro. I like from yeah. software games. Uh, okay. I don't like pretenders who can't pull it off like Neo. I like pretenders who can pull it off like uh, Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, I think like, everyone, all the critics I liked said Neo was great. Yeah. And then I listened to you guys. I'm like, no. No, no it's, it's a not. pale imitation. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's a really, really hard Ninja Gaiden. But Kadama, guys. No, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> Man of Medan, the next thing from the Until Dawn devs, will launch on August 30th on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The devs say we'll have twice as many death scenes as Until Dawn. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a fun title. Man of Medan? For, for Until a video Dawn. Game? Well, oh, Man of no, Medan. Yeah, uh, okay. Pretty good. Well, what it is, is let me see if I can find it on... Uh, da, 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 da. 
it's it's part of a series. They're doing like a series of smaller games instead of doing one huge AAA story driven thing. So th- this is like an episode in the series of what I'm just gonna, horror games. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's running on the same engine as Until Dawn too. Well, I mean, I mean it's Until not saying it's not a bad thing. It's a decent looking game. Uh, yeah. The Dark Pictures Anthology is what they're calling yeah, it. And this yeah, is the first yeah. episode. Yeah, and twice as many death scenes as uh, as Until Dawn. That's that's a lot of death already. So, how much of that game was just death scenes? Uh, <laughs> depends how poorly you played or how well you played. <laughs> what your objective was. Um, word is George R. R. Martin collaborated with From Software on a quote game with horse riding. Uh, rumor has it's a working title. Its working title is Great Rune, and it's set in a world of North Miso- North Norse mythology, and it will be revealed at Microsoft's E3 press conference. I'm gonna say something. It, it can go either way with George. Um, I don't care that it's George. I care that it's from. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, like, cause I've, I've, li- I've tried to get into his other stuff besides Game of Thrones. Who? Actually, I Night Flyers suck. My, um, my boss's boss who plays Junkrat. Uh, we were talking about the season finale of Game of Thrones this week, and we're gonna spoil. By the way, we're gonna spoil stuff. So if you don't, if you haven't watched it, then you're obviously not into the show. <laughs> um, this is your five ten minute warning. It'll come. And, and he pointed out to me that the fate of every character was reflected in the name of their direwolf. Ah, oh, damn it! Um, first of all, he read that weird history of Westeros that Martin wrote. Uh-huh. Uh, Nymeria is what Arya named her wolf. Nymeria was a great explorer who founded, um, uh, was it Essos? Uh, wherever the sand snakes come from. She eventually yeah. founded, um, Dorne. yeah, she founded Dorne. Um, now Shaggy Dog, uh, the, the name of the, the dog of the kid who died. What mm-hmm. is a shaggy dog, Alex? He is a portion of death. No, a shaggy dog is, uh, a story that goes nowhere. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, gray wind. Wh- also a portent of death. A gray wind is a portent of death. No, a big black dog is a, a big black shaggy dog is an Irish symbol of death. Yeah, no, no. There's a word for that, and it's not called shaggy dog. It's called. Okay. Uh, it was in the Grim. You think of the Grim. Okay. Anyway, so no shaggy dog. <laughs> <laughs> a, sh- a shaggy dog story is just a story that goes nowhere. That's funny. Okay, now Rob, Rob who died at the Red Wedding. Rob's dog was named uh, Grey Wind. What is a Grey Wind? Well, a Grey Wind is a loud and blustery storm that disappears very quickly. Oh, fuck! Uh, Bran's dog is called Summer. Ha! That's when he rules. That's right. Um, and but it, was, it also could have been like he's a child of Summer. That's right. Or it could be that he's going to bring the next Summer as king. Um, yeah, you know... It, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, um, uh, Sansa's is obvious. She's the Lady of Winterfell. And Jon Snow died and came back. He's a ghost. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Pretty cool, eh? Pretty cool. So, like, everyone's like, I've been furious that all the fans are like, what's this straight away from George Martin's writing? It sucked. I'm like, no, George Martin stopped writing. Get mad at him for stop writing. It's not as good, sure, but they're going off of what he told them to do. There was definitely some shitty dialogue, but that scene in the final episode where Tyrion uncovers the bodies of his siblings, that, no, that was powerful for me. Yeah, that was so good. That, yeah, that was massive. For and me. you know what it called back to? Uh, I don't know what the those. Beatles. When he was, he's like, is like. The night before, he thought he was going to get executed. He told that story about the retarded kid they grew up with who would just sit in the garden. I'll be right back. And just, like, 
kill Beatles going and like just saying the words ka-chunk, ka-chunk. It's like I could never stop thinking about him. And that's that's what he does when he finds his brother's golden hand and Rubble just takes a brick and just smacks it for like a minute. <sighs> it's a good show. It's always been a good show. The haters can just fuck off. So is is that your official reaction? I mean, we, we, we need I do need your official yes. like Yes, the whole it, show um seasons 3 to 4 A+. Plus. Seasons 4 to the end B-. Minus. Okay. Okay. It is like, cause I'm, I'm used to shows when they end breaking my heart. I, okay. I got really into Lost the last three seasons and I thought, well, they're gonna have to pay some of this shit off. Oh, wait, oh no. Oh no. No, cause oh, no. they There's, didn't know. Uh, there, <laughs> in, in the last season, the second they started adding new fucking characters, I'm like, oh no. Oh, they're not gonna explain anything. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and the exact same thing happened with Battlestar, cause like, Reese again. Was like you gotta watch Battlestar. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch Battlestar. And then I saw the ending. I was like, Reese, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and he laughed because he was setting you up for disappointment. <laughs> yeah, what, what is this community theater tub bullshit in the end of fucking um, Battlestar? <laughs> and everyone sort of, like they, they literally admitted they threw darts at a board to make people silence. That's shitty writing. Yeah. Yeah, it's because you don't know at that point. What are we doing? I don't know. It, it is time for the show to end if you don't know where it's supposed to go. And well, that means that this, is lost without many seasons too long, probably. <laughs> and I, I get a lot of people are mad that it didn't set up um, uh, Danny's madness enough, and they didn't. And that was a problem, because like they didn't want to give away the ending too soon. And the heel turn was too fast. The season needed at least at least two more episodes to sell that. And like what they did to Braun was abhorrent. He just shows up and disappears twice in this season. Cersei has nothing to do. Huge problems. But... For landing one of the most beloved, passionate shows of in TV history, yeah, no, it was good. It was a good job. They did a really good job. So you're okay with everybody dying, and who ends up being king? Who actually gets the um um Morrissey in a wheelchair? No, okay, um, um Brand the, the Brand yeah Brand who is basically a computer. Okay, he's, he's not... a nice computer, but he's not a computer. He's he's evolved beyond our mortal plane. Yeah, yeah. And I love how the only thing in the world he still cares about is where the fuck that dragon went. Oh, that raises so many fucking questions. Doesn't it just? Yeah, that raises so many questions. And the, just the fact that Drogon picked her up and left raises so many fucking questions. Uh, what what kind of pissed me off was Drogon melting the throne. Yeah, like th but that was, again... Your symbolism is a little on the nose here, Dragon. It is on the nose, yeah. but it earned that moment, and it was fun watching that thing it, it, melt. It was fun. It was fun watching Read the Fire. Like, the, the last episode's when you have time for that hokey shit. And I, I love that hokey shit when you earn it. And I thought they earned that hokey shit. Yeah, and, and you know, the, okay, I think the complaints that this season should have been longer are correct. Yes. I think we needed a couple more of those everyone drinking, hanging out, character development... Episodes, and we needed another episode after this, ten years later, where mm -hmm. you know we see how John is doing north of the wall. We see, we see how all these characters are doing. Is Sansa still just an asshole to everyone? Like, yeah. Yes. Um, I I'm fine with that. I honestly don't want the epilogue. I'm. I, I, they left it on a happier note as they could. They left it on a happier note than I expected. It almost pissed yeah. me off. A little bit. That Davos needed to die and die bad. Me, I, uh, well, Davos I don't think Davos was, was. Davos didn't have anything to do. I don't think Davos was important enough. No, Davos was like the voice of reason. 
He was he was. Well, I a, loved him to pieces, but yeah. Voices of Reason get gotten Westeros. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's kind of something that annoys me is that is that the ending is way happier than anything leading it up to it could have prepared us yep. for. And honestly, like you take out all the tyrants, that's that should happen. It should. And what's uh, but it is still a little bit too rosy. But I the um, the, the ladies at my work were pissed off that Jon Snow basically got screwed. And, uh. Screwed out. Well, they, they think that, uh, that first of all, he shouldn't have been banished north of the wall. And I'm like, you don't understand Jon Snow. Do you want to kill the Unsullied? Go, try it, try it. Do that. Well, it, <laughs> it pissed me off, first of all, that the Unsullied get a vote. Like, what are they, like the fucking courts of Westeros? No, you have no authority here. It's not I up mean... to fucking you. And when, why does Bran want to keep peace with these people? Like, fuck these people. <laughs> They're... Well, uh, uh, in the, in the interest of this show being all already really, 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 really shitty to black people, no. Okay, fine. They did not have, they did not have that option. Fair enough. Twi- Twitter would have burned them down. But the, I think the issue is, first of all, Arya snuck past all the Unsullied and Dothraki to have a conversation with Jon just before he spoke to Daenerys. At that point, Arya could have killed Daenerys unseen and just disappeared. Yeah. Why does Jon have to kill her? Well, because Jon loves her. No, that's not the reason. What? Because Jon could get past the dragon. Ow! Yeah, right? The dragon would, if if Arya had killed John, cut off his face and put it on, uh, the dragon would have sniffed that shit out and just killed her. Yeah, yeah. And but that's the only good reason I could think of. And by the way, wasn't that an amazing fucking scene? Yeah, that's why it was her vision. It was like this is where she dies. This is where she dies. That's why she had the vision of it. Holy shit! Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. So good. And you know, give give um um. I forget, I'm blanking the actress's name right now. Give her the right, she's like Nick Cage. Give her the right thing to do when she's really, really good. Are we talking about Maisie and Williams she, or are we talking about? Um, no, Daenerys. Daenerys. Oh. I thought she's been fan- consistently fantastic as Daenerys. No, I think so. No, she was really good. And oh, she, I, I, she's been mediocre in almost every other thing I've seen her. That's the thing, is, Except, is she's yeah. amazing as Daenerys, but you go and watch her in like fucking that Terminator movie, and it's like, eh. Wow. Yeah. What happened? Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, B minus for me. I liked it. I'm, I'm one of these weird yeah. people who like, like, uh, like halfway. I think maybe I put this on the blog, but halfway through, um, halfway through the episode, right after Daenerys bought it, I was like, "Holy shit! I need a cigarette." So I paused it and I got up and I walked outside and I opened up my phone to the Penny Arcade forums and I went to debate and discourse and I said, "Let's see what people are saying." And I <laughs> and I read like the last fifteen replies and I just closed it because I don't hate that show enough to comment in that thread and be with the cool people. <laughs> like I, I was enjoying it anyway. Yeah, it, it it became too too fucking cool for school to hit on Game of Thrones. I'm like, guys, the writing's nowhere near as bad as you're making it out to be. The fact that you're calling it like Lost means you did not care about Lost ever. Yeah, because what happened? If Game of Thrones ended like Lost, it would have been Daenerys and Cersei hugging in a church. <laughs> Fuck that! Fuck that! Uh, Fuck Lost. Okay. Uh, Sega has announced Virtua Fighter Battle Genesis, which is a new slot machine. Because they hate you, and they will not give you what you want. Nope. Well, so, Pull the lever. Someone on Twitter actually pointed out that Sega tends to release a slot machine related to one of its fighting games prior to announcing a new sequel to that fighting game. Mm-hmm. So, tragically, this has given me a modicum of hope. Well, was an, another Street Fighter ever in doubt? Uh, Virtua no, Fighter. Virtua, Virtua Fighter. Fighter. Excuse me. Okay, okay, that's not right. Fucking love Virtua Fighter. It's the only fighting yeah. game that I truly love. 
And that's a 3D one? Yes. Yeah, it like is. Like three-dimensional? It, yeah, no. It's like side-stepping and everything. Fighter is... Yeah. It's, in, it's a thing. It's a fighting game with three buttons, but it's incredibly deep. It's incredibly hey, hey, everyone loves drop kick or dive kick or whatever that's called. Dive no, kick no, no, no. Dive, dive kick no, has two not, buttons, and those buttons is... are jump and dive kick. Yeah, in no, in right. Virtual Fighter, it's, it's punch, kick, and guard. It's punch, kick, and guard, and it is multiple combinations of punch and guard, punch and kick, punch and kick, and guard, guard yeah. and punch, guard and kick, and then up, down, left, right rotations. Like it gets insanely yeah. complicated, and yet it's the only fighting game that I absolutely fucking mastered, and I mastered it on the fucking uh, Shaolin monk who has like six different stances, and you needed. I, well, I am so good on Leaf. I am so good on Leaf A. I'm so good on him. I will drive you fucking crazy. You have to get this. I never got good. I never got good at that. Uh, I played Sarah. I'm like, I'm gonna kick you. I was, pr- I was pretty good on Jackie too. I was really good at the step and sword. I love that. So, okay, here, shit. I'm gonna um, do a little musing for a second. Okay. One uh, English teacher once explained to me what makes literature great is two people can read a book and have two completely different thoughts about it. Well, see that that's you guys that's my, played this. That's my definition yeah. of art. Yeah, and like you two guys played the exact same game. One guy mastered it. One guy didn't get into it. And the guy who didn't get into it is the one that presumably Plays likes fighting most games. fighting games. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so cool. There, it's you seem to. There seem to be two camps for that kind of fighter. There's the virtual fighter camp, and there's the Tekken camp. Mm-hmm. And the two games feel nothing alike. Nothing alike. Um, but it's like if you like one, you don't like the other. It's just kind of it's just kind of how it lands. It's, it's which feel you prefer. But Tekken, I don't know. Tekken is really fast, and Street Fighter. Tekken's Street Fighter is insanely fast. Like there are it's sixty frames per yeah. second with single frame inputs on some characters. On four, five, not so much. Five slowed it down. There has been a, no, a no, no. theme a- lately Akira. of slowing a- games. Akira had frame has uh, has a one frame input move. Oh yeah, game. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Street Fighter Four had one frame lengths. Five, not so much. Virtual Fighter did Tekken's looser. So it's there seems to be a theme of of requiring an input on one sixtieth of a second, really not being a decent thing to ask people to do. And I'm okay with that because I'm not very good. Well, here's the thing. There's um, okay. You know that you know that kick that uh, that uh, Bruce Lee would do, where he kind of like shuffle his feet, take a few steps back, and then lean in with this wham kick. Yeah, it's called the step and sword, and in uh, in Virtua Fighter, Jackie uses the Jeet Kune Do school of fighting, so he has that move. And there is a frame specific input where if you hit guard at the frame where the kick snaps out, Jackie mm. will immediately draw it back, and you can go straight into a guard. And if that kick hits on um, hits on a counter, you get a, you can get a huge combo off it. And I'm me. I'm not, you know, a big fighting game guy. I could execute that. I could execute that one frame version of the step and sword every time I mastered it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, fucking amazing game. You might like the monk in Dead Fire. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know the monk's whole deal is taking damage, and every time he gets a hit, he gets a wound, and you spend those wounds on crazy fucking kung fu shit. Ooh, I do like that. Yeah, Ooh, that sounds cool. Yes, it does. Uh, Double Fine's Rad, a cartoony post-apocalyptic action RPG, will launch on all platforms on August 20th. Mm-hmm. It looks neat. Yeah, I de- just remember uh, Double Fine Death Spank. When, when you think of that. I liked Death Spank. Yeah, it looks neat. It, like, like it, you get distinct different attacks from all this little stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all appear on your body. Yep. And they look fucking crazy. Anyway, uh, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, has now sold more in Japan than the PS4, which launched three years earlier. 
Which makes total sense to me. For, for the, we've all seen pictures of how big rooms in Japan are. Yeah. Yeah. And my PS4 heats up my room. And I, and I have, my, my room is two rooms large. I, I use it as a foot warmer in the winter sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sony and Microsoft announced they were teaming up for cloud and streaming gaming. They're, they're gonna invest in the future of that together. Uh, the press release specifically mentions PlayStation, but makes no mention of Xbox. Very weird. I, I think people are reading more into this than what it's going to end up being. Yeah. This is not going to be a merging of the networks. This is simply a sharing of ideas, and they're sharing ideas because Google scares them both. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. And I, I think, I think it's just a solution that Sony's trying to get their, their PS Now shit working better when yeah. Microsoft has the solution of just making their games fucking backwards compatible. Yeah. Which Sony hopefully is going to get going correctly on the PS5, but. The 5 better be 4 compatible. They said it was. I would super, okay, They're, good. Because that would really piss everything me Everything upset off says it is, yeah. They should both be x86, so it should be no problem. Should, but this is Sony. Should. And this is, this is, we are in ego Sony land. Arrogant Sony time. Yeah. Arrogant People Sony gave us the PS3. Job. Yeah. $600, low, low. I need, yeah, we need to see the price. And guess yeah. what? Wages have gone, have stayed stagnant since then. Mm-hmm. Well, in the previous 20 years, too. So. <laughs> but, but fortunately, the rich people are much richer. I mean, good for them. They deserve. They really work so hard. Oh, my yeah. my prediction, and we're not going to see the, see this at this E3, is that the both Sony and Microsoft have experimented now with with refreshes of hardware and with staggered, you know, skews for their for their hardware, mm-hmm. and it's been okay. So what my prediction is is that not 2019, 2020. It's going to be both of them. You're going to see your baseline launch model be the same $400-ish price, $300-ish price, but the better one mm. is going to be super expensive. Mm. So they're going to give the plebs their like bottom level one, but you want the premium? $600, lol, get a second job. Well, if That's my prediction. If the premium, like, if not enough people are buying the premium to make the features of the premium popular among developers, what's the point of getting the premium? But that's the thing. They'll, they'll be able to, it's kind of like the, the Xbox One S versus the X now. You can use the same basic assets, it's just the X just renders it at a higher resolution. Hmm. Oh, so really I could have all these games running at 60 frames per second, 1080p on the base model. That's all I need. If you hate progress, I yeah. I don't hate progress, I just don't want to buy a 4K TV. I would you like consoles to catch up to what PC gamers have enjoyed for 15 years. You can't help but buy a 4K TV right now. You are, if you were to go out and purchase a TV, it's going to be a Did 4K Alex TV. just suggest that PC gamers have been playing 4K games for 15 years? No, I'm just talking about 60 FPS. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Enough. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll get me yeah. there. Because 4K monitors aren't that old either. No. Overwatch runs at 60 FPS. 55. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it, it, it's like, well, you, you still are struggling on the faces there, but good job getting that on the PS4. Shut good job. <laughs> my my card is maybe a year younger than the PS4. And it, oh, was, mid, it was mid-range then. Well, But, but you consoles know are you know usually what? made with stock Fucking stuff. Virtu- never Virtua Fighter was 60 FPS on the PS2. That's because that's how they were designed. Right. Fighting games usually are 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. Good ones, anyway. Yeah. That's kind of the constraint. It has to be that way. If you're going to require an input on one sixtieth of a second, your frame rate better be solid all the time. Otherwise, it's just not fair. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I pre-ordered Samurai Showdown. I'm hyped for that game. I am not. Every time I, every time totally I see a screenshot, I'm like, eh. Yeah, visually it doesn't look any better than Street Fighter 4, but I like the idea that, that every hit could be just ridiculous <laughs> damage-wise. Like, oh, counter hit 50%. God damn it. So, lots of footsies, lots of spacing. Should be good. We're like a month off from that yet. We're like two weeks out from E3. Remember that shit? Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. You, I, I didn't even realize because there hasn't really been a whole lot of build-up to this. No. I, I would love this, for Microsoft to pleasantly surprise me. No, it's not. This, this, is gonna, this is going to be a wet fart of an E3. Yeah. We're going to try to make this a sports streaming service again. No. Oh, God. No. And, and Sony, Sony's going to do one of their stupid directs. But you know what? If they just show 10 minutes of The Last of Us 2 or 10 minutes of Ghost of Tsushima and end with a release date... All is forgiven. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. It will be, yeah. <laughs> No, have we seen what? When was the last time we saw Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, last last year. year. Was it just last year? Mm-hmm. It feels like two years. No, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was last year. We saw the. Uh, oh, maybe it was all in the reveal. No, it was I two years it, ago. I think it was two yeah, years ago because we haven't seen year. any gameplay, have we? No, we have. Yeah, we we saw yeah. we saw. No, there was there was. We saw him fight two two or three or four samurai under a cherry tree. Yeah, under a beautiful the cherry tree, kind of and down? then yeah. he and then he runs up the hill to a burning building. And mm-hmm. um and he kills a priest and then he has to duel someone else under the under yeah. uh, while it burns around him. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. fucking wait to see more of it. No, my Microsoft's press conference press conference is going to be some Anaconda stuff and then a whole lot of gears and then multi platform. They don't have anything else. Is the villain in it Kubla Khan? Um I'm I'm pretty sure it is a Mongol invasion. I'm not sure which okay. con it is. Because that was a good villain monologue. I think it might have been Kublai Khan. I, yeah. I gotta give it up for that. Yep. Yeah. And I, I don't. You don't have to sit through um, uh, Polo, because it just should have been called Khan. Oh. And Polo sucks. But um, <laughs> the guy. Oh, f- oh, fuck. Whoever plays Kublai Khan is amazing. He is hypnotic. Mm. He, he is wasted in the Marvel universe as um, Wu, I think. Yeah, it is Kublai Khan. Yeah. In, in Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah. Man, he's doing a good job. <laughs> he, he's, he's on the same level as... Uh, I can't remember... Ah, it's killing me. He was in... Uh, that, ah, shit. He's, he's wooing um, Doctor Strange. Uh, Benedict Strange. Wong. Benedict Wong, thank you. You're slipping, Alex. I am slipping. <laughs> it's I'm it's getting late. We've I'm gone sleeping. past our allotted hour, too. You're like, an hour! And we're like, yeah, sure! And then that uh, didn't happen. Oh, we're so. just too much fun to talk to. I need, yeah. I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe not next week, but the week, maybe the week after. We should start. We should put our uh, E3 predictions in pretty soon yeah. here. Uh, yeah, we got, we got like two weeks yet before we can do that. But. I say we see The Last of Us 2 before it goes to Shishima. Mm, maybe, maybe. that That's a whole episode. No though. We yeah. could do a whole episode of, 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 of rumors and predictions. So, all right. Chance, welcome back to Overwatch. Good to be here. Thank you for talking. My pleasure. Alex, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye-bye.